Well, Ding. good evening, Mr. Jason. Oh, hello, Mr. Craig. Hello. So, I heard yes. in Seattle that they have so little toilet paper that the sewers are overflowing because they're putting paper towels and wipes down in that drain. Oh. I know. Oh, that's nasty, Mr. Craig. Down the road. Ugh. Ugh. That's, yeah. <laughs> anyway. Mm. Who do we have, Mr. Jace? Ooh, well, you're about to hear about how the TP clogs the pipeline with cushiony soft prospecting. Oh. oh. Don't squeeze this, Tom Patterson. <gasps> ah! Buckle up, it's the Insurance Dudes Podcast. Boom! <laughs> I tried Boom. to beat you. Yeah. yeah! Oh, look at that. TP. Look at that. What's going on, guys? Good afternoon, good morning, wherever you're at. Well, in these challenging times, with a name like TP. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I'm an essential item. Um, <laughs> you can always, I'm 24-7 in stock. You can call my office, I'll get right to you. I'll get yeah. in all the good spots. Never Snap. run out. It never <laughs> run out of Tom Patterson. No, no, no. And um, it's two ply. It's the comfort. Um, it's luxury. That's what we do. So, Sounds like nervous. it. Yeah. Well, and you seem very we... soft. Yeah. Very. <laughs> but strong. But strong. There you go. Man. There we go. There we go. For those of you who aren't watching on the YouTube's, he just showed the big guns. That's right. That's right. Before we dive in, let us know what was your first concert and when was it? How far back? We're talking way back. back. Okay, yeah. So first concert was, um, I think it was R.E.M. in Miami. Ooh. Yeah. That's Uh, me in the corner. Yeah. uh, And right now, (laughs) end of the world as we know it, right? Yeah. Um, (laughs) True. So um, definitely think R.E.M. was first concert. Buffalo Tom opened for them. so yeah, that was a, that was a oh, great, great, great show. Yeah. So, Jason, let me ask you. Um, yes. You're you're music guy, right? So you like drummers. What's yes. Top, top three all time drummers. Top three all time. Um, definitely Stuart Copeland's number one. Uh, I will go. Wow, that's tough. Either Bonham. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll go Bonham second. And then. Um, Dude, I love, I, I love, no, I'm actually going to say Travis Barker. See, okay, so he's in my top three. I'll give you my top three. Travis Barker. Yes. Uh, Dave Grohl. Um, oh, yes. Yeah, he's super talented. Um, and then Matt Cameron, Soundgarden, Pearl Jam. Oh, I love Matt Cameron. Yeah. So good. So, yeah, you kind of look like Matt Cameron's little brother. <laughs> a little bit, a little bit. You can pull That's it off. That's funny. Dude, yeah. he's so good. I mean, Cameron they're all, they're all, is unreal. Yeah. He's yeah. a technician, man. He's, he's really sweet. He's good. good I actually job. took dr- drum lessons from Travis Barker for a short back in my, my teens. And, and uh, dude, he's so good. Like, he's so good. Yeah. That was awesome. When that, that picture you just posted with you with the long hair when you were in the band? In the yes. hair band, what, how old were you in that? Uh, maybe 21. Early 20s? Yeah. Yeah. Great. I love it. Wow. That's nice. Did you bring that look back? I think or, at the end, end of this quarantine, we're all going to have the big 80s hair because we can't get haircuts. 
-hmm. you know, right. big long, you know, Kenny Loggins beard and stuff. We're going to look pretty <laughs> sweet. But I would be all like, I would have this gray mess, long hair. I look more like a, the professor or something. Gandalf. From <laughs> yeah, Gandalf exactly. Gray. <laughs> yeah. See, my, my hair guy, Kiko, actually is building a studio in his house. So he said, I can just go over there get my hair cut at his house so if anybody's in tucson Perfect. i'll bring over yeah, go over there and he'll he'll grab you a corona while he cuts your hair yeah, corona, yeah. Why not? Yeah, don't get the corona <laughs> just have the corona you'll be all right yeah, my yeah. Corona. <laughs> so so how is this um before we get on topic like how is this affecting your agencies and i know we're all working remotely and all this stuff how have you guys seen this play out for you guys i i mean from a numbers thing where we're about the same in fact i'm seeing higher contact ratio um from from our dialing and our calls we're quoting a little bit more um i haven't seen much of a change now setting up remote work is in and of itself a challenge and i feel like i'm micromanaging a little bit more um i do have at each of my off well no at two of my offices, I have people coming in and just, just one in each office because they want to come in. And I'm at one of my offices because that's where my studio is, but, um, or my studio is near my office. Yeah. So pretty much the same <laughs> results for me. I'm very, um, you know, I have three people coming into the, each office. I have three offices for counting the home office that we use now. But, um, you know, one person is going to each office when I had the conference call with my team, I said, hey guys, based upon how things are going, this is like maybe two weeks ago, before I could even get out, maybe we should work from home. <laughs> Boom, they were gone. They unplugged yeah. and they were just, they scattered like cockroaches. They were, I mean, I don't want to call myself cockroaches, they're not, but they just, <laughs> they've never moved so quick to unplug to get home. Um, it's been, you know, I can't get them to do anything that quick in the office, yeah. but um, they sure went home fast. They're going to all come come back weighing about 25 pounds more. Yes. <laughs> Dude, I mean, that's all I do I'm is eat there. all day long. It's like yeah. unbelievable. <laughs> yeah. And, and so, I, and, you know, like everybody else, we're, we're doing you know, accountability has got to be huge, you know, making sure that they're actually working on stuff. So having a platform that tracks talk time and outbound inbound calls is super important right now for everybody. Um, one of the things I do, uh, just to give you more information, is I let them uh, text me at the end of the day before they log off how many quotes they did um, and how many items they did and their total talk time. And, you know, the, there's the pyramid and all these things, you know, you want to look at. But I personally want two items a day from them or eight total quotes or three hours of talk time. I'll take either of the three. Um, and if they don't get that, they have to tell me a reason why. You know, so that was nice. Yeah, you have to give me the explanation of why you didn't. Now, if you just post two items, throw them the deuce, we're good to go. But if you can't, then we have to go back to the eight items or eight quotes um, or three three hours talk time. Keeping and I it found simple. that, yeah, you know, and everyone's on track. I don't really super micromanage how they get there. Um, you know, we have a lot of processes and a lot of different things feeding stuff to us. Uh, but right now, everybody is home, right? So. Um, you make those phone calls, those cross sales, those, um, you know, outbound campaigns, they're talking to people more than, than, than ever before, which is, um, you know, it's our advantage. And the process that we're going to talk about today is my direct mail stuff that I do. Um, 
we've had that process set up. Now that everyone's home and checking their mail and they've got time, we're seeing a pretty big lift from this. So, um, but before I get to that, you guys know me, but I'll, I'll tell everyone else who I am. Uh, my name is Tom Patterson and um, I'm an agency owner. I started Scratch in 2012. Uh, shout out to the Scratch crew. Um, and then um, uh, opened up a second office and then recently a third beginning of this year. Um, two offices in Tallahassee, Florida, one office in Jacksonville, which is about two and a half hours away and um, 10 staff. And we run around about 13 million in, in premium. And um, do you guys find that it, like people don't want to say how much premium they have? Like it's like eh. a big secret. Most people like, say Yes. It. Yes. Yeah, There's a lot the of people. They say it. Well, I, I feel like a lot of the people that we get on here are, are progressive. So maybe they're not afraid of yeah. it. Yeah. But I feel that, uh, yeah, there's definitely some people that are. Yeah, like they're just, they, 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 sometimes they hold it like it's this big secret. I'm like, I can't help you unless you tell me what you're working with, right? And, and, right. and I, I need some context of what, what, you know, what kind of size operation yeah. you're at. And I want to help as many people as possible because we're all in this together. Yeah. And if, if you're doing better in your business, that's great. And I want to help you. But, you know, if you give me some crazy premium number or hold it so close to the best, you know, we got to have some transparency. I mean, I, I think we should all just wear it on our chest. Like, hello, my name is Tom. I'm X amount of million premium. Just, <laughs> just put it out there. You know, like, you know, let's get to that, you know, or show me what your goal is and I'll be able to show yep. you how I can help, help you more. So, but um, yeah, so uh, direct mail for me, when I first started Scratch, um, I live in Tallahassee, Florida. It's a really, really small premium um, area uh, of, you know, here in Florida, these rates are huge in Florida. That's South, that's Orlando, Tampa, Miami. Tallahassee, you know, it's, it's you know, we're looking $300 in auto every six months, uh, 250 sometimes, and they complain about that. So, <laughs> you know, and our homes are 500, 600 a year. Um, and, you know, we, we have to fight to get those. So, I quickly realized when I first started that I couldn't just go all out with internet leads or uh, live transfers. I don't think it was a thing then, but um, I couldn't do that. Uh, and, or, or these huge mail campaigns, I'd be broken, gone in six months. So I started figuring out um, people who would respond to the mail um, from any other mail company. Could I do that myself? And you know, what did that look like? So uh, in Florida, um, we've got 15, 16 different home insurance carriers that we work with independently and um, along with another big one. Um, but we pretty much work with the best solution for the company or for the customer. So what it looks like is I, instead of buying a sales genie list, I would um, work directly with the property appraiser website in our county. Uh, luckily, we have a really good one. We can get a lot of data. We can get permits. That, you can search by the name of the neighborhood, search by year bought, updates, square footage, all the stuff, right? Um, so I was able to pull out Excel spreadsheets of target of customers that I wanted. So maybe their homes built in 1995 and newer, uh, $300,000 or more, um, X amount square feet. And then I knew which home insurance carrier was giving me the best rate for those homes. So I just decided to pull that list and quote them, um, do a sample quote for all those people. Um, and then keep it really basic, um, but pack on all the discounts, crank up the deductible, because um, I don't know what they have. 
So if I don't know what they have, I have to make sure that what I'm giving them could be the best scenario. So if they've got a $2,500 deductible and I come in with a thousand, I'm going to lose. So higher deductible, um, an actual quote, you know, nothing, nothing cookie cutter, nothing $300,000 or a hundred thousand dollars with, you know, you wanted to make it like 287. Um, so it looked calculated and it was, um, and then, you know, all the wind mitigation discounts, all the, anything we can find to keep the price as low as possible. Um, I would highlight the price, put a really nice cover letter in there um, that I you type up, I put their name on the, on the thing and I hand sign the letter, each letter. And then the part of the process that actually sets it off is that I do all the mailing in the office. I get an envelope, a regular white envelope and with a blue pen, I write their address on there. And then I use um, the biggest, funkiest, craziest stamp I can find. So I'll show it right currently around. I'm doing this, I do this every day still. Um, so here's some John Lennon stamps. Uh, I'm currently oh, awesome. This is the art of magic that I'm working with. Uh, <laughs> here's the history of hockey. Um, so yeah, I just, whatever crazy stamp I can find, I pop it on there. And it looks like it came from their crazy uncle Joe, right? right. They don't know why, why is this guy writing me a letter? Um, so then they open it and when they open it, they'll find a business card in there with me. I typically will put a, another brochure or another line. So it could be an umbrella. Um, it could be a life insurance brochure, just something. I'm going to, you know, if I have to take my time and my stamp is worth 47 cents, I'm gonna pack as much value into that envelope as I possibly can. I'm gonna get that bang for my buck. So, um, you know, that's what we found to work really, really well. And it took about a month and a half of steadily pounding those out uh, before the phone started to ring. And when the phones would ring, it was um, people had really good credit. They weren't shopping at all. Uh, we weren't in competition with any other lead company or uh, other local agent. It was just, they're just us that we're talking to. Um, we got the home, we got the auto, we got the umbrella, we got their toys. Um, so really, really quickly, I was able to build a huge book of business um, just based off of a 47 cent stamp and my time. And my theory was, now that I knew this was working, I knew that other agents weren't doing this. I just, it's too cumbersome. Um, it is time consuming. Yeah, not that but way, at least. Right. With the handwriting. Yeah, I mean, they'll, they'll drop, you know, 5,000 right. piece mailers and do all that stuff and you get so much back and it costs five grand, eight grand a month, whatever. That's fine. You do that. Um, I didn't have that budget. You know, if you got the money to spend, burn it away. Uh, as we're now changing a lot of our stuff going forward with COVID-19, um, maybe this is a process for scratch agents or people who are looking to really get more bang out of their buck. It's just your time. Um, and lately I've got four kids, right? The oldest is 12, uh, youngest is five. Guess who puts all the stamps and lists all the envelopes, right? You know, nice. have you listened, have you listened <laughs> to Courtney Epps episode? Uh, she's the tax. Yeah. Well, yeah. You yeah. can pay all of them 12,200 yeah. or whatever it is. Yeah. She's, she's amazing. And that's uh, $48,000 so deduction right there. Yeah. Guys, if you uh, listen to this, make sure you follow Courtney Epps on social media. She's amazing. Yes. Um, and me, you can follow me. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm no one special. I'm just a guy with four kids and four businesses going, you know, full speed ahead. So, um, so could I, could I stop you real quick? I'm curious, yeah. 
how, how many would you, and you may have said it, but how many do you send out or would you send out at a time? And what was your response? So for me, it depends on how many agents I have working through. I uh, require every agent to give me 10 of those quotes a day, myself included. So, you know, we could do three to 400 a week um, okay. and, and mail them out a week. Um, my thing is, if we, you have to time block it. If you give your, your agents a list and say, hey, get these 10 quotes done for prospecting, they'll find any excuse not to do that. They'll go, well, I, I, <laughs> right. I, this guy came in to make a payment. And I got a conversation yeah. with this person and this blah, blah, blah. You know, so I time blocked it. I said, before you pick up the phone, from 8 to 8.30, you can do 10 quotes. It's just that simple. Right, so first thing you come to the office, you crank up the quotes, you pop out 10, you just leave them on the printer, I'll grab them. You don't have to do anything. Just give me your 10 quotes. And then you can start your day. That way, and then we never had a problem of them doing those 10 quotes per agent. Then I take them home myself, um, and I do the, all the addressing, um, all the folding, stamping, and all that stuff myself. You mean your kids? Yeah, I mean my kids, and you know, I mean it's, <laughs> dude. If if you're out there watching Monday Night Football, right? It's, well, it's, okay. yeah, whatever. Just you're at home. Just go ahead and, and crank them out. Um, so, and the crazy thing was, so what's the rule of marketing? Is it what two percent return or? Uh, 1% or something if, if you're in direct, direct marketing. I, yeah. They say 2%, but I paid for direct marketing and I got yeah. like a 0.03%. Right. You know, so, okay. so there, there, there's one thing. Yeah. The guy who tells you, who's selling you it says yeah. one thing and what your it's, actual thing is another. Right. Um, and I got nothing to sell. So I'm just letting you, I don't own a mail company or a direct mail sure. company. I'm not selling anything. I'm just trying to help as many people as I possibly can. Um, so honestly, when we first started doing it, since it hadn't been done in these neighborhoods that we were hitting, um, we probably got, I would say, a 35% open rate. Um, and then of the quotes that we were doing, we were, you know, we were probably 30 to 40% um, closing those deals with multiple lines. We were almost 100% getting just the home. That was you know, easy. To wow. Do. Well, you're um, because, targeting the perfect avatar, right? This is your, this is your yeah. avatar. They have a great yeah. credit. They have a good house. It's in the right neighborhood where you win mm -hmm. and they like your wonkiness, right? They yeah. got the John Lennon stamp and the, and the handwriting. Right. They're like, this guy's cool. Yeah. I like and, this dude. Not guy. Yeah. I'm sorry. I well, said guy, you're a dude. I'm a dude. Yeah. I'm a good dude. <laughs> so like, that's the thing, man. Like it, just a little bit of, um, you know, hard work. It's, it's, it's not easy. Right. So, you know, my thing is you're not going to beat me. You're not going to outwork me if you're a local agent in here. You know, I'm very, very competitive. If there's a, um, if there's a competition to find out who the most competitive person is, I'm going to race you to sign up. That's how competitive I am. Like, you know, so I have that mentality. I'm just going to stick to this process and work it, work and work it. And then we started doing things like, okay, well, let's look up. This is really smart. Anybody can do this. Colbo Banker, um, Keller Williams, they all post headshots and bios of all their agents, right? Look up on the property appraiser where they live. Send them a quote. Uh, once you get the realtors to become clients, they now automatically recommend you every time. So we would just do that. We would just go, 
look at every, every person in every office, send them a quote. You know, I want, I want to get all the realtors and mortgage people in Tallahassee to be our client. And if they are, then great. Now they're going to recommend us. Uh, and that's worked out really good. And that's free. You know, um, quit spending money like a shotgun. You know, just, just get a little more targeted like a sniper. And let's, you know, be more mindful of our dollars. Uh, I think there's so much to, to grab just by being a little bit more mindful of that, you know. Totally. That wow, it's crazy the results that you got. And I, it's, I mean, when I see, because there's a million ways to skin a cat, but it's really the people that there's direct mail work. I mean, anything works if you work. And it just goes to show, like, you obviously very consistent, very Mm -hmm. consistent with what you're doing. And um, you decided to take the less easy route by handwriting it like doing all those little things to differentiate yourself yep. from everybody else. And that's yeah. awesome, man. Yeah. I mean, and, and if you've got a big book and you've got resources, this might not be for you or and you can hire an intern and crank it out. It, like you just, whatever you want to do. I mean, it's just yeah. something else to do. Yeah. Put your kids to work, give them some experience. You know, um, it's, it's not a, it's not a bad thing. Um, and I've done big mail drops before and I've gotten results from it. There's one out there now that the, the hot thing is, you know, put a, a picture of the house mm. on the envelope, right? And you'll get opens from that. Uh, they're real skeptical people. They're all walks of life. Sometimes the home doesn't qualify. And, you know, if you, I don't want to play with that. I, I, want, I want to set my guys up to win, right? So if, and, I, and it wasn't going to be cold calling for me. I wasn't going to have my agents cold call because it creates a really negative atmosphere um, to being told no a lot. And so when these guys are calling in, they're like, could you please do this? And do you mind if you do my own blow? And do you mind if we, you know, do it? I'm like, yeah, we'll, we'll squeeze you in. <laughs> you know, so it, it just, um, it was an awesome way of doing that and getting our, our, uh, our footprint out. And then, you know, you get really kind of uh, used to doing it and, what you didn't do is you go back and start the list over. So all the people who didn't respond, didn't respond to reply, you send them again. And sometimes people have to see something two or three times before they actually take action on it. Right. You know, it's just like, Oh, this guy's actually legit. If he didn't go out of business, maybe I'll call him, <laughs> you know? So um, sometimes it's the second or third mailing before they took action. But, um, and then you have to have a process, right? How do you ask for referrals from that customer? Um, what's, what's the process of onboarding, onboarding look like? Um, but it's just, uh, it's, it's, you don't have to spend a ton of money is the point to be a marketing machine. Um, but you do have to be willing to work, um, and have your people willing to work. And I, so my agents that do the lists, they kind of own that list. They own that neighborhood or own that zip code. So when they call back in, it, it goes back to that person that took the time to do the quote. It's not just any. That's awesome. Yeah, because I want them to own own that. Um, And then if an agent leaves or whatever, then we we split it up by alphabetical, you know, who's, um, we have the alphabet split up between the agents. And then it goes back into those agents based upon the alphabet. But um, yeah, those are the things you'll think about. And there's a million different ways to to, to work it and use it. But uh, I think it's just getting the process started uh, and then sticking with it. Right. You know, how many times have you seen someone buy an internet lead and go, oh, internet leads suck. I, I bought 10 and 
they're all garbage, right? Called once. Right. Yeah. Called once, threw it away. I still have them from 1985 in my drawer. Great. Right. <laughs> so, and then you hear people like, you know, Victor Gray and all these people out there that are absolutely crushing and killing with internet leads. And um, that's one way to do it. Um, you know, just make your process perfect and own it, own that process. Be the guy that says, you know, this is what I'm going to do. And I mean, be flexible to tweak it as you start running into different, different things. So, but um, yeah, that's, that's basically, yep. I wouldn't say it's the, our number one driver of business, but it, man, it fills the pipeline. It gives my people something to do. Um, you know, there's always, when there's, when the phone's not ringing and there's no one walking in, they've got quotes to do. Um, they can pump out quotes and be productive. And it's, me setting the expectation that they're doing something good to fill their pipeline. They might not be busy today, yep. but a month from now when the, the letters hit and that person renews, boom, they're going to get a phone call. Um, and that just keeps, you know, the pipeline moving. So, um, you know, we got to keep, we got to keep our team doing what they do best, which is quoting. You can't, right. you run you out of wanna, friends and family pretty fast. <laughs> don't want to clog your pipeline says TP, right? I love it. So, so with your, you know, you've been doing this for a while, you've seen the, the market change, you're still doing direct mail and you're crushing it because you've, you know, focused on it. Um, so what would be your, through all of the wisdom that you've gained, what would be the number one piece of advice you give to any agent coming into the industry or somebody who feels stuck? Oh, reach out. Um, reach out to a successful agent immediately. Um, you know, I, I did, and I didn't get a whole lot of results um, in my local market. I found out that the local people don't, are going to probably give you some bad information uh, because they don't want you to be successful, but you got to find out someone who's working and doing well in your market space. The guy who's killing it in California or the guy who's killing it in Miami, we might as well be talking about different industries. They're just so different, right? But I got to find someone in mm -hmm. North Florida that's making the trips, hitting bonuses and, and getting the big bucks. Um, like I won't like, when I first started, I did some research of who the big agents for our company was in Florida. Uh, I found out where they lived and I Googled Zoom, zoomed around their house. And I'm like, dude, that guy's got a dock with a yacht and a helicopter pad. What is that guy doing? <laughs> you know, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. you know, so I, I called them and I said, dude, what, what do you do? How do you get this stuff figured out? Like, you know, um, and you know, he gave me some really good advice. Um, and we're good friends today. And, um, you know, so there's people out there that are successful. If you're having a hard time, just, just know that you're not alone. Uh, reach out to me. Uh, I mean, I've helped a lot of new agents come aboard uh, within the last couple of years. I've been on advisory councils for our, for our company. Um, I've done a lot of good things, um, but reach out. Don't just sit there and go, man, this is, this is hard. I'm pulling my hair out. I'm going under. Reach out to somebody to, that can, um, you know, really give you some motivation and some processes. Craig is obviously awesome with agency Zoom and the stuff that he does. Um, but just, you know, get involved and ask questions. I think um, 
the, the folks that that stay quiet. Um, and it maybe it's an ego thing, right? Maybe people go, I got this figured out. I know it. I have all the answers and it's not working. So therefore it can't work. Um, somebody's out there making money. Somebody out there is being mm-hmm. successful. Let's, let's listen to them and find out what they can do and, and how we can pull some resources together and get them fixed. You know, um, you're never alone, you know, so now more than ever. I mean, I think everyone knows how to zoom now. I mean, I think, right. <laughs> I think, uh, you know, we can hop on a zoom call any moment in time and, and, mm-hmm. and get face to face with, with our, our peers and people who are struggling. Um, because if anything, this has taught us, this is, this is the industry to be in. You know, I feel, I feel, I understand that a lot of people last year probably threw in the towel and started other businesses and um, opened, you know, gyms and other things, right? And, well, that's tough, you know? Um, We don't have a crystal ball. We don't know what's going to happen next year or even in two months, but I know where my check's coming. um, And I know that I can work hard and increase my new business myself. Um, so I'm always going to bet on me and, and, and bet on this industry. Um, I'm all in. I don't, I don't have any other plans to do anything else. That's awesome. Love and it, man. You know, if anything, I think that this has been a great thing for the insurance business in that it now with people so uncertain, they have questions and Root doesn't give them an answer to their questions. Mm-hmm. You know, they call the, the Gecko's call center. You're not going to get quite the same level of expertise as you do from one of us. And, and, you know, it's, it's not great that this happened, but at the same time for us, you know, a lot of people are struggling. If you, if you open a gym or you're in the restaurant business, there's some challenging times that that are ahead of you. And, you know, besides having people work from home and having to herd cats that way, not that much different. No. And and it makes me wonder too, you know, that the companies have this big call center service model where, you know, you call into a big service center and they service your policy for you. Um, boy, how does that work in a pandemic when you can't have a call center, you know, and all your equipment and all your, your hard, hardware is proprietary and your system set up. And now they got in a, in a weekend move out. Like, I, I guess some companies probably didn't think about that. Um, and most companies didn't go, Hey, 2020, be aware of the pandemic. Like it wasn't right. on our radar uh, and I get that, but uh, it just kind of shows that, you know, uh, whether you're an independent or captive agent, I think your value is your accessibility and your ability, you know, to, to talk and reach out and be personable. Um, and remember that your customer is going through a bad time and maybe now they're going through a good time and you have those personal relationships where your kids play soccer together and all this stuff. Like we are needed now more than ever. Yep. And you'll start to see that these people who don't own restaurants or, or personal trainers or hairstylists that could be really, really good agents for us. Um, now might be a time to start hiring some folks. Um, yep. You know, cause we have a, a more solid model and you know, I get you want to follow your dream and, and, whatever it is, open a pizzeria or whatever. But, you know, in times of uncertainty, having a good solid paycheck with the room to grow higher provides a lot of value. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, be thinking there's always opportunity in when there's uncertainty, you just got to find it. Yeah. And use that, you know, when there's fear in the marketplace, that's when you strike, that's when you act, you know, um, 
you know, it does take courage, but you, you kind of have to, and, and Craig did it, you know, he opened up, when, when is your last office opened? January? November, November 1st. November. Yeah. So there was some crazy stuff going on last November, mm-hmm. you know, straight uh, up. I didn't even know how that was going to, I was just like, I don't even know how I could take on another thing. And then you just do, yeah. you yeah. like level up and now you have another, you know, I look yeah. back, I'm like, what did I even do before that? Like, you know, I know I felt busy. Right. But yeah. 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 So we, we have, um, time. what did I do? Right. We got four kids <laughs> and, and a puppy, um, oh. that we just got, and you know, that takes up time too. And then we have three agencies and then I own a small real estate investment company that I own, uh, one of the buildings in that our agencies in. And everyone's like, man, how do you keep doing stuff? Are you just, you're so busy and you keep, you know, like, why do you, how do you make it work? I'm like, once you get to a certain level, adding on something else, is just like, it's like getting to the end of dinner. Like I'm kind of full. I like cheesecake over there looks good too. I'll take a cheesecake, <laughs> right? Yeah. Like, you just keep going. And uh, you know, for me that I know that I'm in my prime, I think, and I think I'm going to be doing this for a long time. And I just want to work as hard as I can while I can, and then provide um, as much resources and opportunity to my people and my family and, and help as many people along the way. You know, I, I can't stress that enough. I really want to help more people. And the best year in, my, in the industry that I've ever had, um, our company uh, gives an award for customer service um, and then other awards for production. And I got the, the highest uh, inner circle award that you can get that year. And then I was also nominated to represent Florida for our community service award, which is what is probably the highest award you can get. Um, and they go, well, you're on five different boards, you volunteer, you do all these different things and you're in the community. How did you have time to do any production? And you do both. It's like, I was more involved in the community right. and that's what got my the production. You know, it's not, it's, 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 conjoined <laughs> you know yeah right you make time for it all and if you align yourself with what you really believe in it's not really work uh yep. it's just you're just doing it so um and that's another tip for someone starting out get involved in your community um be known as somebody that wants to give and, and help other people as much as you possibly can um it's been really good for me um, i like so i'm a christian and um uh, I like fit, health and fitness. I love helping kids. So I immediately became a board member for the YMCA because that was, you know, that was my, it just hit all the checkbox for me. Um, but I wasn't doing it to be the board member, right? And to sell people insurance. I was doing it because I really cared about it. That's, you know, where my, my passion lies. And I've been board members for stuff that I really care about. And then if I get a policy or if I get an award or if something else ever comes from it, great but that's not why i'm doing it. you know i'm not the the insurance agent that shows up the church with his name tag on <laughs> you know that's not, yeah i'm not that guy you know i'm, I'm, I'm you know but I'm, I'm gonna if i'm gonna be at church i'm probably gonna lead a, um, a small group where i'm gonna you know do a sunday school um teach sunday school for kids um, i'm gonna do something i'm gonna get involved um and just be mindful that you know the more you do doesn't necessarily, now I, I do believe you gotta say no to some things, right? You, you gotta be a master of when to say no. Um, but, you know, I'd rather be busy, man. 
you know, if you want something done, give it to a busy person, right? And, um, so, yeah, I, <laughs> that's I, true. I, I just, I'll, I'll be busy. Uh, the alternative sucks. Yes, so, totally. Well, yeah, I guarantee you, you all can do more. Um, it's just yourself limiting yourself, what you think you can do. I think we can all do more. I mean, I was on Facebook last night, and a, a guy that we all, I think we all know, did 2.2 million in one month, new business premium. Like, crazy right yeah i mean like how do you right how do you fathom that but there's people out there doing it right so you know being busy is a choice being non-productive is a choice make a totally choice. you know yep that's you know and you can be busy complaining or being busy successful choose your busy whatever you want to do so um you know a lot of it's just mindset um that i found um, and just being a positive mindset. I, I've been accused of being the most positive person people know. Um, I just, you know, there's so much opportunity in this world. We live in America for crying out loud, man. Like there's, there's nowhere you can do what we can do and have the, have, have the ability to do what we do. Um, you know, so just run wide open until someone trips you and then get up and run again, you know, so awesome. Yeah, man. Well, hey, Love it. Tom, thank you so much, man. It's been awesome to have you on here. Um, sure. We got to jump and go to, on to the next one. But uh, yep. if anybody wants to find you, they can look you up and just, uh, I would guess, Google your name plus. Yeah, a TP. Charmin. Uh, <laughs> 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 no, just find me, Tom Patterson, on Facebook. You know, that's yeah. probably the easiest yeah. way. And whatever I can do to help uh, any of you two or any of the insurance dudes and dudettes out there. Um, I'm wide open. I'm here to help. Awesome. All right. Good Thank luck, guys. That's so awesome, uh, we'll, Tom. We'll catch up with you down the road. Thanks, Tom. All right. See you Thanks guys. Thanks so Have much. All right. Have a good one. Yeah. Bye. I just... Hey, you've got to check out the Insurance Dudes Inner Circle coming soon where you get extended interviews as well as live coffee talks in our private Facebook group. Join the mailing list today at theinsurancedudespodcast.com. Hey, thanks for checking out the Insurance Dudes. Hey, please subscribe. We got some really great stuff coming out.